Hello and a very warm welcome to episode 47 of the Sussex by the Sea podcast, a podcast about all things Hastings United. I'm your host Chris Laverick. No new interview this week because this week we're going to have one from the archives as we soon bid the mighty Bob Quinn adieu as he's off to pastors new. So what I thought, I put on some Bob from way back in episode 10. I hope you enjoy it. Also on the show we've got that that last little Christmas quiz shout out and then finally we have the slightly chaotic but always highbrow fan roundtable. Enjoy Hastings fans. So now over to the wordsmith himself, Bob Quinn. Hey Bob. Hi, how are you? Bob, I really appreciate you um, giving your time. Questions, obviously you're a published, a published author. You're a you know writer. You're you work for the Observer. I don't work for the Observer. I thought you I thought you write pieces for the Observer. You do, don't you? I do, but I just send I just send the reports that I create for Hastings and send them to the Observer just so that they get onto the their website as well. When I took on the role, mm. the directors at the time said, "Look, you need to whatever you create, we'll put it on the website, but you also need to send it to the Hastings Observer." So that's what I do. So, uh, but no, I'm volunteer for the club. Oh, okay. You're taking some of the magic away there. We need to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember there there used to be a few reporters there. Is it just because uh, literally there's hardly anyone there anymore? They're not even sending anyone to the games. So that's yes. what, yeah, and that's exactly how it came about. So. So I only moved to Hastings less than two years ago. Oh, right. So I was, you know, you might be able to tell from the accent, I was, I'm from the north, so I was born in Stockport. And I've been living in Macclesfield for about 15 years. Yeah. And then we decided to move because it just rains there all the time, despite the weather today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we moved here, and then I started going, I just started at the start of last season, just going up there. yeah. And I noticed on Twitter that uh, Chris, the manager, was was complaining about the reporting. And it's because they used to have a guy called Simon Newstead. Yeah. He was from mm. The Observer. So he used to do the match reports. But then, as you say, I yeah. think they just reduced all their staff. Yeah. He moved away. So they didn't have anybody. And the reports that were going into The Observer were basically being done by the opposition team. Who were, who were also doing the reports. So, of course, they had no Hastings bias. It was You, you couldn't make it up, could you? I you mean, couldn't make it up. Christ. So, I don't know if you remember, but the start of last season, they put an advert onto their website saying they needed a volunteer to do the match reports. Now, as you said at the start, I'm interested in writing. I've written a mm. couple of self-published books. So, I, I'd been to a couple of games, really liked it. So, I just put my name forward. You're not selling yourself enough here. You're a wordsmith. You're a wordsmith. Yeah, you're an intellectual. I am. I really like it. I, it's yeah. like a, a, you know, I've joined something I like doing with something else that I like doing. So, yeah. No, excellent. Um, we really can't yeah. tell. I mean, from the reports, you, you, it, they're alive. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't matter about the bias. You know, whatever bias, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. That they're, they're, they're an interesting read. You know, it's not uh, that. Well, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask you. Like, you know, in terms of uh, the the shaping, that was it. How do you shape a piece? You know, because I'm not a writer. I love I yeah. love reading. 
I mean, eyes have gone a bit gammy, so I, I, need, I need glasses. But the, 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 um, a bit like uh, Robbie, you know, Robbie behind the goal, he needs glasses yes. for other reasons. The, um, but yeah, how do you shape a piece? How do you sort of start the spine of it type thing? I think the, uh, the structure is, is pretty standard, actually. It's a standard okay. structure that, that many people use in terms of you have a headline and then your opening paragraph should really be the story of the game in terms of, you know, what was the score, who scored, what mm. were the main bits of activity, um, you know, did somebody get sent off, was there a penalty, was something disputed? And then you've got the rest of the article to, to then, you know, do a timeline of, you know, this is what happened in the first half, this is what happened in the second half. And then I like to do a summary at the end and, uh, you know, sort of a look forward and a shout out as well to some of the players sometimes who, uh, yeah. you know, who have stood out. You know, sometimes I'll make a man of the match up. But, but either way, that's, that's the, I like to follow the same structure. Some people like to just have a very quick read. So yeah. that opening paragraph will give them that. And some other people want to, want to read the whole, you know, and I try and do it, you know, as like a thousand words, like a thousand words mm. short story every time we play. Yeah. So you managed to go to the Seven Oaks game? I did. Fantastic game. Got yes. absolutely soaking wet because it was like this. And there's yeah. no shelter. There's literally no shelter there. And Well, what shelter is there doesn't stop the rain from coming in. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, uh, yeah, I was sat in the stand trying as best I could to take notes on a notebook yeah. that was getting... Wet about it. That's what I was going to say. I thought the quill would have got wet there, but uh... it was absolutely soaking wet. Mm. In fact, I had to throw the book away that I used. It got so wet, <laughs> and I've been out and I've bought off Amazon a. Um, you can buy like a clipboard that's got sides to it and, oh, a, right. and, a, and a a plastic top, so you can have your book inside that and make it. Oh, all right. Waterproof. Little canopy. I mean, it's, the fir- it's the first time it's happened, but I wouldn't want it to happen again. Yeah, it's not going to be the last time, you know, some of those le- on our levels grounds, you know, there's a, there's a lot of nice grounds, but there is a few that you're a bit open to the uh, elements. Yes. So, and that one, that seven X one, especially there's, there's nowhere to hide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I saw it with the goals. Uh, Cause I, I wasn't there. I was working, but the, uh, but uh, you know, the, the really great photographer that we've got, Scott White, there, Scott White. It, you know, obviously, his pictures come alive, but you could see the poor buggers that I saw a few of the, the, the people that I know that you could see them huddled. Oh, they were. And then, and then the joy, obviously, when uh, <laughs> the goal went in. I know. And, um, it was uh, grim. I was speaking to Scott before the game, actually. It was interesting because um, I, I, cause it, it was a horrible, I mean, it's horrible weather for everybody, but even worse for him because mm. he's trying to. Uh, He's trying to take professional photographs yeah. with, with rain coming onto his lens. But I said to him, uh, one of the questions I asked him before the game was, you know, you can't, you can't express yourself when you're taking photographs. You know, whereas, yeah. you know, me, I'm just writing. I'm, I mean, I'm a fan first and I sort yeah. of find yeah. report second. So when we, when we scored, I was, you know, up off the seat. Yeah. But I think if, if you've seen Joe Knight's little video of the goal, mm. there's, uh, there's my voice. Oh, is it you? Us. There's me going, oh. I shout out, what a goal! Because <laughs> Joe was right behind me, so he captured that. But it was a, you know, it was a fantastic... But Scott can't do that. Scott's got to... Uh, 
it's he's got, got to stay got to steady. That's when he's got. But that's it. That's when he's really got to switch on, isn't it? Because that's yeah. you know, particularly in a game like that, where obviously you must, you know, it's the weather doesn't um, encourage great football. Although that the goal, yeah. that build up to our goal, that was all, that was fantastic. It was. But, you know, it's just to be able to capture as he does. I mean, he's top he did. Man. Top man. He, he made, he, yeah, he, he did it last time actually when Ryan scored a brilliant goal against Seven Oaks. Caught, you know, each all four frames of, um, you know, the ball going over the goal, the shot, the ball going over the goalkeeper, the ball hitting the net, and he did exactly the same for this one. It was just fantastic. Yeah, no, good that's man. One of the things I, that's one of the things I like about the club and doing this is that we sort of fit, we're, we're a team of, of, of volunteers. Mm. So Scott does his photography. I do the match reports. Joe does does the videos. Ryan does the Twitter, and because uh, people consume football in different ways, well, I get any yeah. sort of information they consume it. You know, Twitter's you know gratification there and then. The photographs uh, that Scott does are you know their stills, or you can video, and then I provide the match report. So it's yeah. you know for the longer read. So it's it, it, we're a we're a team of you know, for providing a service to the club, um, you know, through those different mediums. Mm. It's really well, good to be part of that. Well, yeah, it's, it's all about, well, you know, it's a bit like me doing this, this podcast, like, you know, it's about... You doing this, uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not, obviously, I'm, I don't work for the club. I'm just a fan. That's all I am, right? But uh, it's just about, we want to grow. We want to make this, we want this bigger. We want to make this club bigger. We want to make us, us bigger than we actually are. Yes. And to encourage more. Because if you weren't doing your job, if the other guys weren't doing their job, no one would know what was going on. And so it's very mm. important facets, all of these things that you guys are doing. It would have been a damn shame if there, Joe hadn't been able to get that, that goal on film. Yes. It, it would have just been a memory for the, for the guys that, and girls that went. And um, so it's great that we've, we've got all this, you know, and, yeah. and it, you know, it's really good. But I just wanted to ask you one thing, uh, Bob. The uh, the I'm asking about the observer because obviously you're sending stuff in. Yeah. Do you do you get do you get any feedback from them? I mean, do they? You know, I don't, I know you 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 would understand more than anyone in terms of uh, the news news media and how how cash strapped they are, and mm. that a lot of their their making shaping their paper is just basically copy pasting uh yes. you know that there's not too much editorial stuff going on to a degree have they asked for any more space have they ever mentioned anything to you about maybe wanting more copy or no no, no not at all so yeah. and i think initially so last season they were they put my reports on the website and also in the paper version and, uh, and this year they're only doing the online version. So they do have a couple of reports in the paper version, but their main, they seem to be like Hollington or some of those other teams. And the only things they're putting in the paper or when they have, so they, they, they must have some people who speak to the manager. So, cause they, they must speak to Chris once a, once a week. Yeah. And it's generally that conversation That'll that they the then put into the paper. Oh, okay. But no, they've not asked. They've not asked for anything. Yeah, I find it actually quite hard to read their website because I, I don't read it. Well, it's full of adverts, so yeah, it's just pop-up adverts coming all the time. 
and yeah. uh, sometimes even my copy and paste, even when they copy and paste my report, it, it, it doesn't always come out the way that I provided it, which, yeah. is, uh, which is frustrating. So if you want the definitive version, always go to uh, our website, the Hastings yeah. United yeah. website. With, with their website, the reason why people don't go on it is because they're not putting the effort in. Mm. Like, like with yourself, with Joe, with with, with Ryan, and all the others, we, we we put the effort in, and there will eventually be the rewards. You know, it's about yeah. consistency of quality. Uh, I mean, obviously, in Scott's photos, which are excellent, yeah, uh, that you know, with that consistency of quality, we will reap those rewards. So, you know, it's, it's a hat, hats off to you because I know everyone. You know, we're you know, all doing it you know volunteers you know because stroke fans and you know because we you know we love what 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 chris is doing i mean he's um he's a he's a top banana as they say he, the, the whole management team is is brilliant so mm. you know the whole the whole team he's got together there and that and you know and then you go up to to, to billy and pat the whole sort of the way they work together and the camaraderie they've got and the way the team play mm. is just when I first went up there, I'm pointing that way so, because I can see the ground from where I live. Oh, right. I can see the back of the stand. So I went up there a couple of times and I thought, and I was just surprised because I'd never been to any non-league football before. Mm. I was, you know, I'm a United fan and I am from the Northwest, so I'm allowed to be. Yeah, you know. No, no, that's a good man, you <laughs> fan. That's one of the good ones. Yeah. Um, and I was just totally surprised that, that by the quality of the football. Mm. And then I was I was even more surprised by the sort of the the, the atmosphere within the ground. So I went a couple of times, and uh, yeah, that's when I sort of really got into it. So, yeah. and we love what we love what Chris is doing. We love we love Andrew, obviously Pete, and all that lot. Yeah, it, it, it's just from my point of view, I was a QPR fan. I moved down here from West London. Yeah, or up here. Sorry. I completely fell out of love with football when um, Briatore and uh, Bernie Eccleston bought QPR to try to turn it into a boutique club. And it's mm. not that. It's just a bog, it's just a bog standard London. Fairly, you know, I used to go home and away. I did go uh, when we beat you 4-1, just for uh, when Dennis Bailey got a hat-trick. But, we, you know. On, uh, was that New Year's 91, Day? Yes, 91, yes, 91. New Year's Day? Yeah. I wasn't there, but I do remember it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've watched you also stuff us many times. So, you know, <laughs> don't, don't worry about that. You make you, 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 particularly the old 96 uh, minute Cantonar effort that we, yes. yeah, yeah. A, a great player, by the way. Fantastic. Oh, the best. Yeah. But um, what I was going to say was, um, yeah, yeah, fell out of love with football. And then about three ish, it's going to be about three ish years ago, um, three, four years ago, because I'd gone to the occasional Hastings game, but I hadn't, I just realized that this, this is where it was. It reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. Cause I'm, yes. I'm, you know, I'm 45 and, and, and it reminded me when I first went, like I was about eight years old, seven years old. And it was just the fans, the atmosphere, the, 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 the connectivity with the players, you that's know, the difference. And yeah. yeah. Do you know, that's the I mean, difference. I remember, um, cause I had a season ticket at United, um, but they were always on Sky, and they were always moving. Sky were always moving the game, so yeah. it was never it was never Saturday at three pm. Yeah. It was always Saturday at twelve, or Sunday at four, or Monday at eight o'clock. And and I remember being it was United versus Portsmouth on a Monday night at eight pm. 
And I looked over the stand and, and looked at the Portsmouth supporters and I thought, you're here, but how are you going to get home? Because there'll be no yeah. trains. You'll be going back on the coach. And the whole, the whole TV thing for the football did not care one iota about yeah. the supporters. They didn't care that it was 8pm and these guys had travelled yeah. from Portsmouth and they would get home at a ridiculous time and they'd probably have to take time off work. They didn't, they didn't care. And that for me was, you know, I think that was the last season I went. Yeah. And then I just, I literally, I stopped, I stopped watching football for like 10 years. Mm. And it wasn't until I came here and thought, well, I will go up to the ground. And that's yeah. when I fell back in love with football, mm. with, 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 with Hastings United. Um, well, so many, so many say the same story, you know, of different clubs, obviously, but you yeah, know, it's that same great. thing, you know, and um, been your most memorable game reporting at Hastings. Um, well, I did report on the the twelve three when we when David scored seven, oh, yeah. so that was good. I liked reporting on, in fact, the last Seven Oaks, not the Seven Oaks game gone, but the the one last season when Ryan scored that uh, scored that fantastic goal with a couple of minutes to go, mm. because that was a uh, yeah that was a that was a that was a tough game that looked like it was going to it was going to one one and we just kept plugging away and I know there was a bit of. Uh, Let's say there was a little bit of um, a little bit of handbags at half yeah. time in the tunnel, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so I think that was uh, I think that was a good one to report on. I think Weymouth away last year it was good because that was a great day out, mm. um, and I think and just going back to that Weymouth away, I think that that sort of if you looked at the complete opposite of what I was talking about about the, the, the United Portsmouth game, the Weymouth game where the club. They put on a coach so that, you know, the fans could go. They put on a reduced mm. fare. We got there and they stood the first round at the bar. And it was like, it's the complete opposite of not caring about supporters versus yeah. Hastings United who, you know, they're, they're a fan-friendly club. They're, they're genuine. They want people to uh, to come along and support them. And they'll do their utmost to, you know, to do that. So that was a, that was a great day out and a, a good one to report on. Even though we... Uh, even though we lost by the odd goal. Yeah. Is there anything that you want to plug? No, I mean, I do, um, I do the previews and I do the match report. So I don't know whether you, get, whether you ever read the, the, read the previews that I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are you talking about with, when the programme was going or do you mean on the online? So online. So, I, so I've now got access to the, to the new Hastings United website, which is still a work in progress, but I can now upload my previews to there. Okay, and, uh, and also my reports. So they're up there. They're up there much quicker, mm. uh, rather than uh, I, I used to have to wait for someone to upload them. Mm. But essentially, I, you know, if anyone's got any 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 feedback that they want to uh, provide, either on the previews or the reports, do they read them? Don't they read them? Then uh, I'm more than happy to uh, to take feedback on that. So on my Twitter is at Bob J Quinn. Uh, Bob J Quinn. Okay, yeah. at Bob That's J Quinn. That's my Twitter. Yeah. When the club publishes on Facebook now, they're going to include me on there as well. So, oh, good. Yeah, okay. Well, any, anyway, yeah, exactly. Any any place where you get some feedback, be it positive or negative, you know, you, you don't know. Bob, it's absolute pleasure. But listen, up, mate. Thank you very much. Appreciate yeah, you're it. Welcome. And uh, maybe catch you at the game. Ga- Are you at the game tonight? Obviously, you're at the game tonight. Yeah. Yes, definitely yeah. there tonight. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm there. And um, I'll well. see you in the bar then. Yeah, well, well, you won't. Well, you will, but I'll be on. Um, 
orange juice yeah, or no, something. I'll be on orange juice, but um, yeah, no, definitely catch up, Bob. Thank you very much. And take All right, care. mate. Cheers, Chris. Bye, mate. Hey, Hughes fans. It's that time of year again. It's Mick and Jules HUFC Christmas Quiz. Friday the 3rd of December. Be there by 7 for a 7.15 start. Venue is the HUFC Sports and Social Club. And the cost is £20 per team and there's a maximum six people per team. Please book in advance. The online ticket link will be in the description in this week's podcast. Just give it a click. Or please visit the Hastings United Fans Facebook page and ask there. It's always a cracking quiz and a great get-together. Please, please, please get those tickets now before they're all gone. So remember, that's Mick and Jules HUFC Christmas Quiz, Friday 3rd of December, HUFC Sports and Social Club. See you there. You say you need a plumber? You also want them to be members of the finest team in Sussex, if not the world? Well, it's not a monster, it's GNS Mechanical Services for all your plumbing needs, covering all the southeast, even Whitehawk. Give that man Gary Elfrick a call on 07793 125 571. That's 07793 125 571. You won't be sorry. And now over to the SBTS Fan Roundtable. And a big shout to Leon, Johnny W, and a birthday boy, Flat White Andy, for making it happen. My, my daughter is still up as well. So there's all sorts of shenanigans going on here. Standard chaos. Standard chaos. You all right, darling? You want to say hello? Go on, say hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Darling, what are you doing? Sweetie, what are you doing, sweetie? Don't balance on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's classic kid stuff and I was like yeah I'll just do this really precarious balancing thing right in front of you yeah she's it's amazing how humans have survived over the years <laughs> stuff toddlers do hang on and you said you weren't highbrow Leon <laughs> no, I'm not but no, no. how's your day's been anyway busy yep yeah no. this all kicks off that's all year now <clears throat> oh yeah of course you're carrying it Everything can everything yeah. and their mother as well. Yeah, yeah. Fun and games. Well, given it's my birthday tomorrow, I did warn my postman this morning about having a uh, particularly, <laughs> particularly heavy That's load. Tired. To see who's going to back the pen t- pantechnican up to the up to the front door tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> I, ma- I made a little. I made a little card for you actually. Oh, uh, did you? yeah. Very a very quick. Well, because you only told me it was your birthday today. Oh, I like to keep it low key, you know. Well, when we put the podcast out, there'll be it'll be on the description because I, I can't do it now. I'm I, there's too much going on. Right, where have I put my notes? My notes because none, none of you went to Abel's Eve, did you? No, <laughs> no, so that's going to be a bit tumbleweed. It isn't because I went. Okay, and we might be able to get and, some yeah. mirth. <laughs> you may be able to get some nuggets of mirth. Yeah, well worth um, the money. Yeah, well, ooh, hang on, have I got a Patreon going? Excellent, right. Oh, he looks quite murderous as well. So. He is. <laughs> he's, he's even got his Pericomo jumper as we on as we <laughs> as we head into the Christmas period. I feel like Pericomatose, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that. 
first of all, do the introductions. We have the wonderful Highbrow Leon, Flat White, It's My Birthday, It's My tomorrow. Birthday, Tomorrow, Andy. And of course, Perry Como, sort of Christmas album out soon, John Wells. Good. Yeah. Hello. Hello and welcome, gentlemen. Good welcome. Welcome to you. Right. Go on. Can I just comment on birthday boy? <laughs> yeah, please. Because when when you look up, Andy, it looks like fire starter a bit. What do you mean look me up? When you look when you're looking Stalking when him. your head's up, it looks like you're the fire starter. <laughs> I don't know whether any, it's just where my mind works, I think. Oh what Keith Flint from the Prodigy. That's the one, yes. <laughs> I must be my glasses. They may be doing it. My glasses could be doing it. It looks like spiky hair. Yeah. Oh, well, I'll I'll leave them there then. Right then, gents. Tomorrow they go onto a rope around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I could rip a tissue. Oh, I could wrestle an orange. Crush a grape. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I know. Crush a grape. Okay. Uh, oh, I could. Oh, I can't think of any more. Can you? It's Larry Grayson, by the way, anyone who doesn't know. Strangle and artichoke. Oh, could, yeah. All right. Well, that's killed that. Right. So we move into the week. Chicken. Of course, of course. You've been in. You've been in behind the goal, haven't you? You're a bit coarse, you are. <laughs> right, gents. A mixed bag. Mixed bag of a week. None of you made the Hayward Heath game. Mm, the no. crap commuter town backlash. <laughs> and maybe because of your comments, yeah, maybe I thought maybe they played the recording in the dressing room, yeah. fired them up. <laughs> I'd be very flattered <laughs> if they did. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah, and they would have scored more if Flat White Andy was there. He wasn't. Mm. So, just my thoughts on that. Going to the game, it was bloody freezing. Anyone that was there would tell you we were like these huddled pigeons. The little stand that's next to the goal. Um, no, I remember the last time we went there, we were at, we were behind the goal, but no, no, no one was there behind the goal, other than Wayne, who was just outside in his shorts as ever. But we're huddled like little pigeons in the freezing cold. It was ridiculously cold. I got in for free last time, as I'm an NHS hero. Yeah, and uh, and hang on, you got us in for a fiver, didn't you, Wills? Yeah, um, I was Have just, just going to say you were there. I was just going to say, <laughs> never, never do Chris a favour because he'll forget instantly. I taxed him to the game, and he says, "Oh, none of you were there." Right? Did he not just say? <laughs> did he just not say you weren't there? Did he not say that? You just, you just said none of you were there, and then yeah. you went rabbiting on about. Yeah. So I've got to give my reflections on the game. The power of editing is just going to ruin you here, John. Full fake news, mate. Right, and so me and John Wells, me and John Wells went to uh, uh, Hayward's Heath, and uh, we managed to get in for a fiver, didn't we, John? We did, yes. So that's five pound less than uh, the poor man's Keith Chegwin, who is George Gasson, uh, got in for. So I'd, you know, just thought I'd just add that, just as a term of abuse. But um, other than that, first of all, John, do you want to give any thoughts before I give mine? Yeah, it was. It was very cold, as you say, and that's it, really. That's my summary. No, it was it was a live. I thought it was a a lively performance. There was plenty of spirit there, and 
and we were, it was a dismal result. I for, I've actually yeah. forgotten what I, I was actually <laughs> thinking of the game at the pilot field, actually, and I've just forgotten how bad it was. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't because I've made notes. Yeah, I forgot you were there though, John. So this is not a good start. You might as well have done, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When but, when you start talking, it might remind me a bit about it. In terms of the game, first of all, we don't have uh, any drums there. We're not allowed them. So last time we were there, the lovely Mr. Gasson uh, was hitting the top of the roof, going doof, 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 pretending it to be a drum. He often he sometimes finds a bin or something like that, doesn't he? There's always something. Well, he did. He found a recycling bin, right? Ah. This was this is the intrigue. This is great intrigue now. So he's got this this recycling bin and he's hitting the sides of it. You know, as as a musician would, they use all things available. He is Mr. Improv. Yeah. And, well, one steward didn't like that, okay, because obviously it was, uh, they'd received, I don't know, I don't know if you've seen the Beatles, that Beatles documentary where they were playing on the rooftop. It was seven hours of it. Yeah. That, that it was louder than that. They that Hayward Heath hmm. received more complaints for this uh, drumming from George than um, was in that. So the guy tried to take it away, and and George, you know George, he didn't let him. What we started doing was as we we're putting uh, beer cups in the recycling, yeah, bin while he's playing, we're singing like Hastings recycle everywhere we go. Hastings recycle everywhere we go. So that cheered us up. No end because the game itself was tough, a tough, a tough watch, and uh, we were feeding on scraps. Cisse, good start. Popey left kind of on his own, but these the, my, my memories of this game are people just randomly putting a cup in and then waiting for everyone to start the song up. So it was one of those where the fans kept themselves going. If you get what I'm saying, mm. Mm. there was literally no Hayward T fans there. It was like playing in an empty stadium. There was no noise other than us, um, which was a little bit sad because they're doing quite well, Hayward Teeth. Yeah. And um, I was going to meet up with Lee from the Men's Mental Health, but he, his, <laughs> his son wanted to go to a football match. And so because it was his birthday, he took his son to a football match. He didn't take him to the Hayward Teeth game. He took him to <laughs> AFC Wimbledon. So you make of that what you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh and you know, happy birthday to Lee. And uh, uh he did say he had a good time with his son. Um, but maybe not the biggest Hayward Heath fan, clearly, if he didn't force him to watch Hayward Heath Hastings. But we were uh, just honestly, we were we were well beat, really. Uh we huffed and puffed. You could see that they were trying to do stuff, but it just weren't happening. And uh Hayward Heath very well defense defence-minded, really disciplined and just let us have the ball in areas where you know, like what we have been doing before uh, where we're just passing, you're doing that to kind of switch play and open up space but depends how quick you do it but it was, that's all my memories of the game really, so Yeah they they were very, they were very well organised um played a quite a man-to-man marking game and just there was no space there was no space at all to think and play into which it looked like our players were really um needing so um they they were tidy and they but they did deserve the 
the win overall, I think. Yeah, I mean, they were miles better than when we last played them. I think we stuffed them 4-5-1 last time. And the, defensively, they're, they're a completely different side. So, And well done to them. And they were very nice people, but nice bar. The, the fans that were there were very friendly. They made no, they made no noise. I don't think they even made any noise when they scored. It was, uh, I don't know. I think we're just spoiled. We're supporting Hastings from Ooh. a fan base point of view. So, um, right, moving on. I guess in Hayward Seath, they're probably concerned that every five decibels on the crowd noise knocks five grand off the house prices. So, uh, you know, got to be careful. Yeah, they're a funny setup. Funny setup. But um, I wonder if the numpty from Sittingbourne with the air horn's been there yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine him, mate? He would be absolute uh, public enemy number one, mate. It'd be like it'd be like a Benny Hill sketch. They'd be chasing him around that the ground. But um, he'd be in the stocks. And what Aitken and Waterman? <laughs> well, them as well. But <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're going to move on from that. We're going to move on. None of us have been to the women's game. Great result against New Haven. So it's so sporadic their games, isn't it? It must be frustrating for the, for the girls to sort of play two, three weeks and have two, you know, two off. It's a bit of a, a bit of a shambles, really. That league. Yeah. Yes. As soon well, as they go up, though, isn't it? As soon is, as they go up, that a, league, it'll be better. Yeah. There is a serious point in that they. Yeah. We. We said this a few pods ago in that they need to clamber their way out of these leagues. And in about two or two divisions time, it'll all change for them. I think I think that's the that's the thing. It's just a case of sort of slogging your way through these slightly more flaky leagues. And then and then it'll it'll start happening a bit. And, you know, once they get up to a slightly better level. And then mm. they'll find their level, and then it'll all then it'll really become real. I think. So I think I think there is an element of that. Now, once they've started, they've got a team that probably outperforms where they are, and they they just got to escape the orbit of this this lower this lower level, and then and then yeah, it, it'll be it'll be better. I think in a couple of years' time, you, they'll really find where they are. It was the league, so very useful three points for the ladies there. Okay, well, moving on, boys. Um, we were all there for the win against Chichester. Leon, do you want to kick off on it? Um, thank goodness it wasn't as cold. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, it was by far the much better team. Really, we should we, we should have scored a handful more, and somehow it you know it come to to, to Louis to sort of save us a couple of times. He made some really good saves. Yeah. Um, but, oh, yeah. We hit. What did we hit the crossbar in like the first first couple of minutes, didn't we? Mm. I think Do- Doors, Lloyd Doors, he, he <laughs> looked a bit hot. And it, mm. Yeah, I think his first first couple of minutes, he went on a little run, run down the line, put the put the ball in, and is it Kenny hit the crossbar? Possibly, I can't remember. But yeah, mm. he's obviously got off to the flying start. Well, I've got here my notes here. Great support. Pope suspended. Louis Rogers saves. Chubby goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom Char, Chalmers run Lloyd Dawes great stuff can he be fit Kenny composure and a flair for the gold these are all these talking points here well they, so. it's, it's a wrap 
Yeah, I thought it was, it's, well, I think um, sort of it comes back to what you said about Hayward's Heath. Uh, even though certain players, we had sort of Cissé, Chalmers and Dawes were really, were really lifting it. And, but apart the team, although the, the nice thing is they're not, their heads aren't down at all. And you can see the spirit is still there. So psychologically, they're really on it. But but physically, it's just not quite fitting together. They might be a, mm. they keep on swapping players in and out, and Ben being suspended probably didn't help. But they they are the, the changing around of the team is stopping them from really settling into a pattern, and so they're so it's individual performances that are getting us out of trouble at the moment. And I mean, so Chalmers I thought was superb. It's the accident of him playing at that right back role. And the scope it gives him to carry the ball forward, and who who knew that he was had that heading ability, the goals he'd scored as well, you know. Um, so that's a bit of a win, isn't it? A bit of a real accidental win that is. But it's just interesting that the nice thing is that even though it's not quite gelling for them, they are still really, really giving it everything, and they, they, there's no, no one's heads are going down. I mean, Sam Hasler is a good example. He's he's just not quite playing as well as he should do. I mean, he's had about four or five games. It's not happening for him, but he never stops trying things. And so, you know, it's, so there's a, if it, if it clicks, it'll all be good. And I looked at the table, it's only, they've had a bad run and they're still only seven points off the top. Is it only seven? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know, it's amazing. When you look at it, you said, when suddenly dawns on you, you know, you think, well, it's been, we've all been, you know, watching them struggle a little bit, but their heads haven't gone down and they're still only seven points off the top. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I mean, I'll, I'll say something that might give me a little bit of heat here. I felt we looked like a middle-of-the-table team. Yeah, before that goal, I honestly thought, you know, like, we've got the players to unlock this Chichester, mm. really, and it's like, come on, like, we, you know, what's going on here? So once I felt... Once we got that goal, I think we were very lucky to be one nil up. I think we sh- we could have had a few. We could have been a few behind, and Louis saved us a couple of times. There's, there's just that. I mean, I suppose we, we're so used to having a solid defence. I think that. Um, I think they, they caught us square a lot. I mean, I get. I mean, I don't know. Do, do you know what I mean? I mean, you play football, Leon. They they caught us square, and quite often that that. It might have been the number nine. Started. They broke. They broke through in what could have been, you know, to could, it was just on side. So often a, a diagonal pass, they caught us, and Louis made a couple of good saves. And the one that hit the post just after we'd scored. I mean, that was a that was a game changing moment, really, when it trickled off the post across the line. I mean, that that really was quite a turning point. That when that didn't go in, but we did. That diagonal pass caught us out a couple of times. And, well, Leon said about Louis Rogers and, and then the post. That that could have been, yeah, could have been different. Yeah, what do you reckon, Leon? I mean, they look like a team that sort of they're quite, they're set up quite defensive, haven't they? And then mm. sort of waited for us to, yeah, either, you know, our attacks to fizzle out or for us to make a mistake. And then that's when they, that's when they hit us. And it did look in the first half as though both teams were set up for a draw because we had, mm. I said this to Laura, I said, look at this, we've got four, then Ryan Worrell, then another four, then Kenny Pogue at one stage. 
And you thought, well, they, they could put the ball in the centre spot and both teams would leave it there at one stage of the game, it looked like. It was a weird setup. And then they swapped doors and Poe ground. And I don't know why, but, but that, that seemed to work a bit better for us. But it's interesting that we, to see us try to take teams on the break when we're playing at home, it's like the caution had overwhelmed them a bit. I, I just think they were a bit nervous. I think we're, we're trying to get it together. Mm. And I think there's a lot that Gary Elphick's trying to do, particularly with the wingers. Yeah, like we our wing plays is is evident now. Yeah, that what we're trying to do. Yeah, and 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 really <laughs> knock it and knock it about quicker. Yeah, uh, I mean, I felt obviously Lloyd Dawes had a, had a great, particularly first half, and yeah. uh, and Cisse, I thought he was good all game myself. I thought he never gave. What was the beauty of it? It was you know you could think well you know what I'm running about here. For no reason, he was he was chasing things down. He was breaking up play, and he was causing a lot of problems down that left hand. Well, yeah, that up down the left hand well, side. Like I said, I thought he was one of the three players that really stood out. Him, Dawes, and Chalmers stood out as people who could change the game. I think um, it is a time of transition. I I think we we all wanted to see when we we were bringing the ball out. We wanted to see players higher up the field. And we've now got that set up with two with wide players, but kind of having that extravagance going forward, you're gonna we're gonna lose something until it's adjusted right. And and it's it's possibly that that winning midfield battle. We've got Jack there as a as a ball winner. Um but he's kind of seems to be on his own a, a little bit. Um, but I, I, I think overall it was there were some very encouraging points that that came out of it. I think Cisse, like you've been saying, has was he's got potential of being a real crowd favourite. Yeah, you know, definitely having the ability to go past people and get a crossing, which is good to see. Leon, are you playing for Eaglesham? Yeah, yeah, I didn't play and um, got called off on Saturday. So I, uh, I spent Saturday afternoon in the nice, my nice warm house, hot shower whilst you guys were. I've still got to... my Icklesham shirt that I should have returned <laughs> oh, yeah. after my last appearance. Hey, Leon, have it's... you got a song then? You've got to have, Icklesham fans got to sing a song about you, haven't they? Um... Icklesham fan, you mean? <laughs> the Icklesham fan. <laughs> yeah, well, he ain't well, got a horn, has he? I was, I was trying to, I was trying to think of a song on top of my head, but in it's it still, things. still green and black and white. Yeah, green and white. Yeah, yeah, green and white. Um, quarters. Might have to come grab it off you. Wear it. Mm. Yeah, number nine on the back. I was. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm not a nine. Hey, you wills. You were never a nine. What are you on about? I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't. Who did you need to get they dished them out with IQ in mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, nice goal from Kenny. Mm. Needed it. I, I thought if it fell to anyone else, I didn't think they would get it. I just thought Kenny, he's scoring. He's 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 hungry for goals. Yeah. Lovely little goal from um, Chalmers from a from a, one of those throw-ins, Andy. I know. Yeah. Well, what can you say? I'm. It was the old um, uh, dry ball routine, wasn't it? They, uh, 
um, for once, um, Chichester didn't actually pick up on the old um, dry ball out of the dugout. When, <laughs> and, and it was the Helium. first. It was the first time that Dane, had, oh no, second time that he'd got a dry ball down to Ollie Black, and that was why it wanged in so nice and flat. And so they didn't. They didn't spot that. But uh, you know, these things happen. But are you um, you're suspecting foul play from uh, the man who does everything, Dane? Oh no, I'm not. I'm not saying foul play. It all fares in love and war. But um, but it's interesting how most teams pick up on that. But they they didn't spot it, and he was when he was fishing the balls out the dugout, and and that one paid off. You know, we scored two goals again from dead balls. We're scoring a lot of goals from dead ball situations, which is great. But uh, we should be a bit better than that. Harsh criticism this week. No, it's not. It's not criticism. I mean, a goal is a goal, isn't it? But uh, well, I called us a middle <coughs> of the table side a minute ago. Hmm. I, I, I'll, I'll feel the reaper, uh, the reaper for that one. I mean, Leon, do you, do you, Leon plays football still, yeah. So, do you, hmm. do you think that that sort of feeling of that? I don't know. That we, we just don't have a. I don't want us to compare us to Man U here, but you know where they we don't have a pattern of play. We're trying to find ourselves again. Do you think that's the case, or am I just talking complete crap? Yeah, I'm setting myself up here. Go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I don't know. I'm not in that. I'm not in that changing room really. And I just my level of football. We just you know turn up. Play if we play well, we play well. If we don't, we don't. It's no particular science to it. So with why it's why the season's not sort of gone as it as, as we were hoping. But equally, as, as as Andy said, we're only seven points off the top. I, mean, I, don't, mm. I don't even know why I'm being negative. Really, we're seven points it, off the top. Five, we're five points above the next next team below us as well. Oh, are it, we? That, you look at that top six. It looks like you you know you could quite see the it will battle out between them. Um, and there's nothing in it really. We're we're only. Uh, a couple of wins and a bit off the top spot, really, when you look at the points, obviously um, it's something you even chip away at. And what are the points, but mate, John? Prizes, that's right. Mm. But um, when you look at... Nothing for a pair. What was I going to say? When, when, you, um, when you think we've only just got players back that were injured. We've also thrown a couple of new players into the equation. So maybe we just we just need to see where the dust settles on on this. And um, you know, there's there's a lot of effort going on out there. I think the new players, the, the two new signings that played on Saturday were, were excellent. Um, Finn Omara, Finn, Finn Omara, he's he's played well in every performance he yes you've got to get that back for teamwork thing going but he looks very good going forward very progressive he's he's made a good start yeah i think i think um you know it's yeah we can we can whiffle on it's yeah very very difficult when we you know we, we it's easy for us to sit on our um sofas and the, these players are are better than they're better players than anything most of us have ever played with. So it's 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 stupid us criticising really. It's just it's and I I think also the standard of the teams we're playing against might I think the standard of that quality that's that standard of football is going up all the time. The pitches are getting better, the teams are getting better, 
<clears throat> I think one issue you've got is that it's evening out at that level as well. You know, play, there are every team turns up with pretty good players. That's the one thing we've seen at the moment. You know, we haven't had the five nil yet. We haven't had those, you know, those drubbings that we were seeing a couple of two or three years ago. And so, you know, you have to forget there's eleven blokes out there stopping them playing. For what for all we've said, there's a, yeah, there's eleven decent players out there stopping Hastings playing as well. So that's the problem that people like Elphick have to solve. You know, put your team in place and overcome. 11 decent players in front of you as well. So it's not that simple. And it, yeah, set only seven points behind, the team's settling down, new manager. But the nicest thing is they all want to, they all look as though they want to play for the team and it might well all come out in the wash. Like, like your birthday tomorrow? Yep. Anything to say, Leon? No, I think, no, the boys raise a good point, like where we are on the, on the table. But for me personally, I think it's just really frustrating that like, the last couple of seasons, after the COVID hit seasons, we were really good. And we should have gone up, like when I talk to people at, you know, at the grounds or just generally at work, like everyone sort of says the same thing. It's just frustration, isn't it, really, that, that we're not in the same, um, you know, top of the table again, like we was last couple of seasons. But, you know, you can see you can see the lads out there care and they give a hundred percent. I'm not going to overly criticise those players because I know you know they're really good players. I mean, I was in the same year as Jack Dixon at school. I know what a good player he is, and I'm never anywhere near his level. So I'm not going to be overly critical of guys playing this level of football as long as they're giving a hundred percent and you know care care about playing. Then more's going to get behind the boys. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I'd just mentioned, though, is the frustration I have is you look at the other clubs and like they'll have good teams, but then you look at the, the amount that are people that turn up to watch them and you just think, how, is this, how does this work? You know, like I just saw... Home yeah. played away at Whitehall last right, month, didn't yeah. Because right. yeah. right. one of the people I was going to interview was on that and he, anyway, long story short. But yeah, there was only like 80 people there, right? And it's like, what was you know what I mean? Like, how are these people above us? You know what I mean? Where you've got all these fans, you know, we've got this whole setup, coaching setup, players, and it's just it's that I suppose it's that weight of expectation on them, isn't it? Really, that mm. yeah, I I think you're right. I I I was just amazed with how many people turned up. You know, it's a Tuesday night. It, it's on the back of a few. You know the. the a loss of form and few defeats. Cold night. It's a work day, and and suddenly, and seven hundred and thirty-three people turn up. You know that's incredible. I thought. Yeah, but you've got you've got to. If you're the management team, you've got to turn that and say, "Look, how good is this?" You know, it's you know, a, it's all looking at it. Don't be a, a well-supported club. Yeah, I mean, it's back you know, to the fifties. We were getting crowds oh, of fucking fifties. How old are you, John? No, fifties and sixties. Then <laughs> you weren't there, was, mate. You weren't there. If you look, I was reading. I was reading this book about you were swimming around in the sacks. Then you know you had you had four thousand, <laughs> seven thousand for big games. Can you believe it? You know that yeah. the bank on the opposite side to the. Oh, um, main stand. It was t- it was kind of tiered, and it was packed out with people. 
you know, they had the Speedway going at the same time, which was similarly supported. But there's such good potential for this to be a a huge team, you know. Mm, and and they, and they were professionals back then. I, I didn't realise that. Um, I was reading about a player and that they signed pro contracts. They got £20 a week back in the 50s and and £12 during the winter close-down. But... But I, on, Go on. There was no Netflix or Blue Water in those days, was there? Or Pornhub. Right. Yeah. Being, what? Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know, you being uh, religious, you wouldn't have you wouldn't know about these things, John. Ex religious. Mm. You you're not a sinner. No. But yeah, I would I would say playing playing at Hastings would be I would I would if I was addressing that angle i would say it's a it's a nice you know how much would all those other how much would hayward he's players give to play in front of that amount of goodwill i mean even, even the bloody main stand is is real honestly as your main stand correspondent everyone really is it's a pretty positive in there as i said last week i think you know mm. you know how you know if you're going to play semi-pro football you want to play under these circumstances don't you yeah you know? It should be a way of attracting the very best players, mm. because, because um, you know, like yeah, for all the reasons you said, you, you know, you want to go out there in front of a, a crowd, don't you? It's yeah. it's a huge attraction. Leon's playing hard to get. That's why he's still at Kishon. Got a good pub. <laughs> That's true. There's no decent pub around there. There's no decent pub near the pilot field. No, there isn't. No, you only you used to have the Langham closed years ago, didn't it? And yeah. that's still a bit of a, a bit of a threat, isn't it? That's that's why you never went. You made the bit. You never made uh, that big money move, Leon. No, exactly. Yeah, I, I could have made it. I could have been there. You and Dicko in in midfield. Blimey. Yeah, definitely. Oh, silky. Uh, far from it, you know. The broken bones that would take place yeah. there, mate. Oh, you know. Anyway, right, listen, lads, thank you very much for this. Thank you very much to the lovely Leon. Uh, happy birthday, Andy. Thank you very and, much. And uh, Johnny Wills, a pleasure. Boys, take care. Have a lovely evening. And um, I shall bid you adieu and uh, apologise for my uh, uh, knackered state. Anyway, take care. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for another week, you fans. The winds of change have blown through the pilot field, and we say goodbye to that wonderful gent, Lanre Aziz, and a big hello to Andrew Cisse. Remember, you fans, if you have anything to say, any moans and groans, or want to get on a fan roundtable, here's the email to get in contact with the show. HUFCpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, it's at HUFCpodcast. If you can, get over to that YouTube channel, make a comment, get a bit of conversation going about Hastings. Please, please, please subscribe. It's all free and there's tons of stuff on there, as you'll see. All the links are in the description. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick. Hope you have a good week and I'll see you at the game. Get out,